Let's talk for a minute about Mobile, Alabama. I know you weren't expecting that. (laughs) And I don't know if I've ever said the words Mobile, Alabama ever here on the podcast in almost 600 episodes. But I want to talk about them as an object lesson. And this is not quite a critique as much as it is just a reporting of facts. Over the past three years, Mobile, Alabama's police department and sheriff's department drastically increased their police budgets, but murders doubled. I want to talk about why that is. Let me unpack and explain it. Let me say it again. They drastically increased their police budget, but murders doubled. Let's talk about it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. There's a lot of talk in our country right now about crime, crime rates, murder, murder rates, break-ins, robberies, uh, car theft, and what it means to be safe in America, safe in your city. And, and I talked about this on a long thread on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and other places this weekend. We all deserve to be safe. I want to be safe. I want my family to be safe. Um, I want you and your family and your children and, and your neighbors to be safe. We all deserve that. Safety should not be a partisan issue. It shouldn't be a racial issue. Like we all deserve to be safe and feel safe. And when you have a spike in crime in a city and in, in a lot of cities, crime overall is actually down in some cities. Crime is down, but murders are up and in other cities. Murders are down, but other crimes are up. Whatever the case, I'm not here to talk you out of crime being a serious problem. Crime is a serious problem. What I'm trying to to say to us is something that I will probably repeat over the course of 2022. I'll probably repeat it hundreds of times because it takes hearing something that many times before it really begins to sink into people. Yes, we should all We all deserve safety. We all deserve to be safe and feel safe. But our gut reaction that being safe and feeling safe will occur when we hire more police or give police more money is just not accurate. And I'm going to continue highlighting here over the next few weeks and months Cities whose police budgets and law enforcement budgets and most cities and counties have a police department and a sheriff's office. I'm going to be highlighting how in most cities in America where crime increased, police budgets also increased. Police department budgets increased. Sheriff's office budgets increased. And case in point would be Mobile, Alabama which sadly had an 89% spike in homicides over these past few years. But let me really give you the details. 
even though they had an 89% increase in homicides, their police budgets, their sheriff's office budget went up by 13.3%. Do you understand me? Their sheriff's budget office went up by 13%. And their police budget went up by 13% from 2019 to 2020. It went up by another 1.2% in 2021. And overall, from 2018 to 2021, their budget went up by 17%. So the police budget goes up significantly in Mobile, Alabama, by 17%. But homicides nearly doubled by 89% in that same period. Well, why is that? Like, let me, let me play dumb for a second. How crazy would it be for me to say, listen, uh, when you increase police budgets, uh, it causes murders to increase. Like, the, well, the math is there, right? It says that they increased their police budget by nearly 20%, but murders increased by 89%. Well, is the correlation that when you increase police budgets, you cause a spike in crime? No, I don't actually think that's the correlation. Although the numbers are there. It's a it's a ridiculous correlation. The truth is, though, that increasing police budgets does not stop crime, does not reduce homicides. It doesn't. Not in Mobile, Alabama and not in your city not in your community, not in your neighborhood. Now, when we think safety, we think police. And we've been taught to think that from pop culture, from television, from film, from the way we watch the news every day. Anything that involves safety in America, police tend to be front and center. But I need us to begin understanding that police are post-crime. A crime happens, then sometime later, often significantly later, police show up. Crime happens, then they show up. Police are not a pre-crime unit. Like, well, you know, this is, this is not a Tom Cruise movie where they predict crime and intervene and stop it. That's not what they do. And when they try to do it, it looks like stop and frisk. Where they're just saying, like, listen, we will stop literally millions of African-American men, women and children, Latino men, women and children, and just see what we get. And that's what they did in New York. Millions, millions and millions of African-American and Latino men, women and children were stopped in the in, in the theory that if we stop millions of them, we might catch hundreds or thousands of people who could be considering committing some type of crime or who might have drugs or a gun on them. And so in the name of stopping those hundreds or thousands, we will then wrongly treat millions, target and abuse millions. Here's the thing. What actually prevents crime is good employment. What actually prevents crime in in many studies, and, and this I've never forgotten this, is high literacy rates. Studies show that the higher a literacy rate, the lower the crime rate is in a neighborhood. Income, health, quality of schools, quality of hospitals, medical care, 
parks, recreation, after-school programs. These types of things are what actually impact crime. When you have somebody, like, let, let me be real, when you have somebody who has a great job, you rarely see them rob a convenience store. Bottom line, you rarely see somebody with a master's degree steal a car. It's because income and education puts you in a position to have opportunities and income and support. It, it, it allows you, education and income allows you to live well, eat well, be well, and drastically reduces the desperation that often comes with the pain and challenges of poverty. Poverty and all of the things it causes is the key determining factor in where will crime have its highest rate, bottom line. And poverty is not just about income, it's about housing, it's about access to resources, it's about childcare. It's about the quality of education. It's about so many things. And so the truth is, if you actually want to reduce crime, pouring millions and millions and millions, truthfully, billions of dollars, if you saw the, the, the tweets that I posted, police and mass incarceration in America cost us about $800 million a day. $800 million a day. We're talking about hundreds of billions of dollars per year. And if we could police and incarcerate ourselves into safety, we would right now be the safest nation in the world. Period, point blank, dot com. You can bank on it. And Mobile, Alabama has proven that. People are grasping for straws. I have compassion. People want to be safe. They just aren't sure because because it's not the the truths of what makes us safe are not nearly as widespread as the narratives of let's get more police. You hear that everywhere. I've got to run. But listen, if you love this podcast, if you learn anything from what we do here, if you love what I do, if you love any of the thousands of articles I've written and my colleagues, Donnie and Kendi and others have written. We need your support at thenorthstar.com. We literally cannot exist without you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum.